Hey, gorgeous people. This is the Ace Your Life Show, and I'm your host, Amy Elkman. I'm here to bring a little sunshine into your life every time you listen. Isn't it time to stop waiting for people to read your mind to be happy? I can't wait to share some really funny stories, some interviews, and some favorite things to give you an instant jolt of joy. Don't you deserve that? This podcast is about choosing to feel good, laughing your face off, learning some cool stuff, and figuring out how to ace your life. So go grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. What is up? What is up? What is up? Hi, everybody. It's Amy Elkman, the host of the podcast, Ace Your Life. I don't know why I'm singing like that. It's so stupid. Um, anyway, welcome back. So excited to have you here. Um, today I am talking to you about co-creating your life. Do you know what that means? Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Um, I always thought that you just woke up in the morning and you did what you had to do and you banged out your to-do list and you felt overwhelmed or stressed or whatever you did because that's how life hit you that day. And then you went to bed at night and then you woke up the next day and you did it all again the next day. And that's it. There is no like, what do I want my life to look like? How do I want to feel? What would feel really good right now? None of that. I just thought you get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. And this is life. This is how we, this is how we live. This is how everyone I saw around me living my whole life. I never saw anybody meditate or journal or like, or I mean, I did see some people go to therapy, I guess, but I never really saw anyone in my immediate life do any of these things intentionally. It was all just like, eh, you know, you grow up. You go to school, you make good grades, you get into college, graduate from college, you get a job that pays your whatever, your rent and for your expenses and your insurance and make sure you have a 401k for when you retire because you're going to work really, really hard for the rest of your life to fund that 401k so when you retire, you can relax and enjoy your life. So basically the first 60 years of your life are just a grind and you just grind it out and you don't complain because nobody wants to hear a complainer and you're just born into the circumstances you're born into. And that's just the way life is. And just, you should just really just try not to complain and try to do the best you can with what you got period. That's it. That's what I thought. I really did. I really did think that. And I felt very lucky because I was born into a a family where we could pay our bills and we had a nice home and I got to go to college and my parents were married and they enjoyed being around each other. We went on trips once a year to the beach and I just felt really lucky to have those things. And that was good. That was good. And then I got married and then I had kids. And then I was like, well, now my life is all about that. So 
I'm going to just ride that wave and be happy with that. And look, this is all fine. And here's another thing. If that's what you want and that's your dream is to be a mom, which mine was and is, then giddy up, tear it up, go have fun with that. What I didn't know is that you can actually put some effort into how you want to live. So if you're born into a situation that you don't love or to people that, you know, are abusive or that don't think like you or act like you or dress like you or whatever, like you want to be, that's okay too. And you can actually create the kind of life you want. I say this all the time. How much effort do you put into creating a vacation? A ton. You want to have fun while you're there. You want to go to the perfect place. You want to have the nice travel. You want to make sure that you have the cute outfits for when you get there or the nice bathing suit to wear on the beach and the towel and the chairs to sit in and the appropriate drinks and all that stuff. So much effort goes into vacationing, which is like what? Maybe once or twice a year. And then the rest of the life of your life is like, you know, just whatever happens. <laughs> I'll just take it. Show me what you got. And so about five years ago, I decided I'm not going to do that anymore. I don't want to live like that anymore. Not that anything was wrong with my life, but I felt like something was missing. And I knew that I could feel better in my skin and in my brain and in my day-to-day -day activities that I didn't always have to have this nervous feeling in my belly. Like I was messing up or I wasn't doing things fast enough or I wasn't making enough money or I wasn't doing the right things with the kids or whatever. Just all the things that I would think continuously going through my mind all the time. Let's start with that. Your thoughts are thoughts and you are the thinker of your thoughts. They're just things that go 40,000 times a day through your mind. They will not hurt you. They will not, I mean, literally your thoughts cannot do anything to actually physically do something. Now, wait, let me back up for a minute. That's not true. Your thoughts can make you sick. They can make you feel bad. They can even look, let's just do a quick little experiment. If you're driving, please don't do this. <laughs> but if you're, you know, at home, just chilling, close your eyes. And let's just do this quick little thing. I want you to visualize in your mind that you walk into the kitchen, your kitchen, and you open up the refrigerator and you pull out the biggest, ripest, most beautiful lemon that you've ever seen. You put it on the counter, take out a knife, you cut it with a knife and you can smell it. You can smell that lemon yummy smell before you even do anything. Pick up the lemon, put it to your nose, take a big whiff, breathe in that yummy smell. And then I want you to put that half of a lemon 
in your mouth and suck on it. Now, did your mouth just water? Because mine did, and I wasn't even closing my eyes. <laughs> your mind can do things to you with thoughts. And that is a blessing. It I love to think of it as a blessing, but it can be a curse if you're doing it wrong, which most of us are. Most of us are thinking all these awful thoughts all day long. Oh my God, I can't believe I've gained five pounds. Oh my God, my house is such a mess. I need to work on that so bad. Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. How am I going to get all the things done that I need to get done today? Oh my God, the baby was up all night. When will I ever, will I ever sleep again? Will I ever sleep again? <laughs> oh, so many thoughts all day long. And when you think that those things are really happening, it can really mess with you. It can really mess your life up. But once you get to the realization that thoughts are just thoughts, you are the thinker of your thoughts. So you can actually control your thoughts. Your whole life changes. Your whole life is going to do a flip on your head. Like you've never seen, you're not going to believe it. Because you realize that, okay, I had a thought that, let's just say I had a thought that there's no food in the, you know, in the refrigerator and I need to feed my family tonight. And, oh my God, when am I going to do that? Because I have 14 appointments today and all these calls and what am I going to do? And you can get yourself in a tizzy of overwhelm and stress and drama or whatever over your thought when you can just as easily say, yeah, that's cool nothing in the fridge. Maybe I can get one of my able-bodied teenagers to go to the store for me. Maybe I can just order a quick thing on shipped or one of those wonderful websites and they can deliver it to my front door and I don't even have to leave my house. There's so many options about how I can handle that thought. So I choose a better one. Hey, that'll work itself out. It's fine. I got this. You could do this all day long. That's how easy it is to change the way you feel about your thoughts. It's really that easy. So what do I say when I'm saying co-create? I feel like we are constantly every minute of our lives, co-creating our lives with God or with the universe or with angels or whatever you believe in, because wherever you're putting your attention, you're starting up momentum and energy around. And if you are putting your attention and constant worry, then you are praying for what you don't want. And then guess who's listening? God, the universe, whoever's out there who, yes, I believe is out there just trying to give us what we want. And when we're asking, for things, how many times have you had a tickle in your throat and you're like, oh, here we go. It's on. Now I'm going to get sick. Now I've got strep throat. Oh, great. I probably have COVID. There we go. There goes my whole vacation in a week because I've ruined my life because I have a tickle in my throat. What if instead you said, oh, I have a tickle in my throat. Okay, moving on. Now I'm going to go do the next thing. What if we just said, 
something different because I have started doing that. And if it's almost like, I mean, I don't want to say it's toxic positivity because it's not, it's choosing what I want to believe in. It's choosing how I want to feel. It's choosing how I want my life to look. And I have been choosing lately ease, flow, effortlessness, synchronicities, you know, money flowing to me easily, friendships flowing easily, relationships with my family just being easier than ever, and just laughter and all these things. And if you are focusing on things that you want instead of things that you don't want, then you're going to get more of it. It's just, it's energy. It's a mathematical thing. There's more energy in your pinky finger than you would ever believe, but you just don't harness it the right way. I don't, I certainly don't. I spent, you know, 48 years of my life thinking that things were just happening to me all day long and that I had nothing to do with it. And now that I realize, even when bad things happen, I've realized that I'm asking for it. I got sick um, probably about a month ago, pretty sick. And before that, I had been working so hard with work stuff, with kit, with everything, just like hustling and bustling all day long. And I kept thinking, God, I wish I could just take a break. I would love to just take a break. If I could just take a few days off and relax. Well, guess what? I got sick, so I got it. <laughs> Somebody was listening to me and it forced me to stop everything and really get true rest because I would not have done it otherwise. I would have just kept flying through. And I think that if once you realize that there's somebody out there who really does want what you want, really, God, it changes everything. It really does. Because then you realize you have a hand in some of it and it makes you very intentional about what you think about and what you put your effort into and what you, even like before I go to bed at night, I make sure that if I watch something scary or if I read something that was, you know, a little whatever, I make sure that I think about all the things that happened during the day that were great, that made me feel good. And I was, I'm thankful for them. So how can you co-create with the universe? What can you do today? Well, you can choose to feel good. You can drop all the shit, drop all the drama, drop all the overwhelm, of things that you think are important and think about how you really want to feel every moment of the day. I've also started really being intentional with every moment of the day. And I don't know if you, this is a good exercise that you can do. I, when I started doing this, I set a timer on my phone for like five times during the day. And you just put a little note in your phone that says, how are you feeling right now? So every morning I write down what I'm grateful for. I write down what my intentions are for the day. And then I, that's it. 
And then I spend the rest of my day getting into the moment. Um, but when you put those alarms on your phone and you'll, it'll pop up in the middle of a meeting or it'll pop up in the middle of you driving and you're like, what am I thinking about right now? Sometimes you'll be shocked. You'll be like, I was just berating my body <laughs> or I was just being so mean to myself about, you know, something I said to someone or some, I had this happen. Um, I just did a big deal for a client and I felt like I messed part of it up. So for a couple of days, I beat myself up about that. And then finally I was like, you know what? I can't do anything about it now. It's done. It's over and I need to move on. And I forgave myself and I moved on. And now I don't think about it anymore. Sometimes when you are worried about these kind of things and you can't shake them, you can do something called tapping, EFT, um, emotional freedom technique. That's a really good way of releasing when you just can't shake these bad feelings about stuff. That's a great way to release things. So there's lots of ways that you can change your thoughts or release tension from your thoughts, but it's all about your thoughts. It's all about your thoughts. It's amazing how it can ruin our lives or it can make them magical. It's just up to you. One of my favorite people, Kathy Heller said, the only choice you have is what you choose to focus on every day. What are you choosing to focus on? What are you choosing to think about? And when you realize how much weight your thoughts carry, you're going to be like, man, I got to get control of that beast. This is why I love to meditate. Meditating to me is so magical because it's when you sit down and you don't think about anything, but then you think about everything. You realize what your crazy thoughts are and you just kind of move them out of the way. Boop. Sometimes I think of them like little bubbles of, um, you know, when you see a cartoon, it has like a little bubble, a thought bubble. I just kind of pop those and they go away. They're just thoughts. They're not real. It's amazing, but you can make them real. You can make them real in a good way or a bad way. So what's your choice? Either way, it's something that hasn't happened yet. And probably never will happen if it's something bad. So think about that. Think about how you want to live. Think about how you want your thoughts to be, how you want your energy to flow and what you want to focus on. And I'm telling y'all, the minute you start doing this stuff, it can happen in one day. It doesn't have to be, you know, this just grand gesture. That's my other problem is I always feel like everything has to be like, okay, all or nothing. Now I'm just only going to eat high fat, low carb, or I am only going to, you know, it doesn't have to be so dramatic. It can be easy. Let it be easy. These are my thoughts right now. I just want ease. I want flow. I want laughter and abundance. And I have seen a difference. I've seen such a difference in the way my energy levels are. I've seen a difference in the way people are reacting to me and I'm reacting to them and the way my life is flowing. 
I mean, it's just amazing. People are going to start coming up to you and saying, did you get your hair cut? Did you, did you do something? Have you lost weight? Like they just notice because you're living a different life. You're not always running around. You're not always stressed out because that's a bad energy. Think about how you're affecting other people with your energy when you're always like that. I remember when I was an early in my career of being a real estate agent and I would do a deal and I would just be stressed out the whole time. And then this happened and I would come home and I would tell Scott all about, oh my God. And then can you believe they said this to me and then they want this and are they crazy? And I can't stand working with that person and blah, blah, blah. And he would say, Amy, it's just a job. It's not the rest of your life. You got to You got to like take a little control over this. <laughs> and he was right. It doesn't have to be everything. So that's what I'm doing. I just did a deal <clears throat> recently with one of the most intimidating realtors I know. And I have built this realtor up in my mind to be the best, the scariest, the most difficult. And I was scared. I'm going to be honest. I was intimidated. I was like, what if I screw up? And then what's going to happen? Da, da, da. And then before we started working to get working on this deal, I said, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go into this with ease and effortlessness and flow. I'm going to get what my client wants and I don't care what the other person thinks. And it's going to be easy. And guess what? It's been easy. It's done. We're ready to go. And you know what? I actually enjoyed working with the other person, the other agent. I actually saw so many things that I can learn from that person. I learned a ton of things and I've been doing this for 18 years. So if you look at things in a different light, oh my gosh, this can be fun. Oh my gosh. How can I make this fun? How can I make this day fun? How can I make this deal fun? How can I make this easy and effortless and flowy? This is what you need to be saying every minute of your day and just watch the magic unfold. You're going to die. You're going to be floored, floored. So like I said, in the last podcast, fucking leave out worry. Just let it go. Let it go. Let's focus on what we want and let's co-create something magical right? So let's do that today. I'd love to hear all about it, what you're working on. And if you liked this, please share it with a friend who's struggling or having a hard time because, you know, we all can just, it takes a village. If you think you can do it all by yourself, we're not the Amazon generation. We need to actually go out, be around people, see people, help people, be kind to people and share with people. It's, a, it's all about community. So if you enjoyed this and you know somebody that this would help, please, please just forward it to them or post it in your social media. I'll repost you. I love it when people do that. It's so fun. So anyway, go co-create something fabulous today. I'm going to go, I'm going to go co-create something amazing today, and then I'll share it with you next week. Okay.
Love you, love you, love you. Bye. Hi, y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in that has a giant island with Carrera marble and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook? Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous. And he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom, with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers. I got you. I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and Jojo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.